Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I'm your host, Lauren Sweeney, and today we are wrapping up our current season of the podcast and we are so excited about our special guest coming on. We also want to let you know that here at Rise Up For You, we have an incredible free success kit that you can download right on our website, riseupforyou.com slash success kit. You will be equipped with confidence, public speaking, emotional intelligence, and leadership development, all for free, right at your fingertips. Well, today's special guest is none other than the founder and CEO of Rise Up For You. Netalina Nasserdine is live with us today, and we're excited. Welcome, Netta. Hi, Lauren. It's kind of weird, like, having you introduce me. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Lauren and I talk on a daily basis about 10 times a day. <laughs> We're, I didn't even read all your hundreds of accolades, but if you're not familiar with the amazing Netta, she's done two TEDx talks. She wrote a number one Amazon best-selling book, Rise Up For You, and of course is the founder of our company. She was a past performer. She's soon to be a ballroom dance star, Netta, right? She is oh, checking that. <laughs> off her bucket list. She's a new dog mom and uh, we're we're honored and one of my great friends. So new fur baby mama. New fur baby mama. Yeah. Well, well it's today awesome to be here. It's awesome to be. I'm excited to talk a little bit. This is the last episode of this season. Uh, don't worry, don't worry cuz we're going to have a new season launch in August, but we just wanted to wrap it. I can't believe that we already have 450 podcast episodes of just this series. So just so everybody knows, we also have another series called Workplace Solutions Podcast. We have another about another 50 there. So we're close to 500 episodes total. This is actually the first thing I ever created when I built the company. It was the podcast. It's the first thing ever launched. Amazing. And the value and the impact. Like you'll be talking to someone and they'll say, oh, yeah, I heard you on a podcast. Yeah. Or the opposite. People say, do you have a podcast? You're like, yeah, yeah. A pretty <laughs> robust one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great. Well, I know that one of the big things you did when you were researching the company, the book, and all the impact that you make globally is this idea of the six pillars. And I know that's what we're going to dive into today. Tell us, how did you start in the research on that? And I know you pulled in the World Happiness Report and even traveled to the Scandinavian regions, but how did that idea, how was it birthed? Yeah, I think it really came, uh, and it's it's good timing because we're basically halfway through the year, right? I mean, we're in July right now. We have, you know, just a little under half a year left in 2022, but it was basically birthed, honestly, when I was in a really low point in my life. I lost both of my parents by the time I was 31, and they were amazing people. They worked really, really hard, but I just remember when after losing my mom, my second parent, and being in the closet with all of the Louis Vuitton and the clothes and everything that she left me because I was the only you know girl in the family. I just remember having that one question, what does it mean to build a life that you're proud of? You know, my parents worked so hard in their life and they tried their best to 
overcome any challenges and they both died early 60s. So they didn't really get to see the, the full fruits of their labor. And so it made me really try to understand what does it mean to build a life that you're proud of? I don't think it's working 90% of your day coming home, eating dinner and going to bed, which is what most people do. There's got to be more to life to build fulfillment and to build a thriving life. And so that's when I started to research what are the happiest countries in the world and why are they the happiest countries in the world? And I found that in the last five years and still to this day, the World Happiness Report, the top countries are always in the Scandinavian region. So we're looking at Denmark and Norway and Sweden and Iceland and Finland. And the question is why? So I actually flew there. I traveled there for two weeks. I studied. I did research to better understand what are they doing right that is creating a thriving and fulfilling environment for their people, right, for their communities. And we found that there were six pillars that they really embody and that they embrace as a culture. And because it's embraced on a cultural level, naturally the people of the country are happier and more fulfilled and thrive. And so we have these six pillars and that's what I labeled it was the six pillars to success. And I changed a few things around. So they mentioned community, and I mentioned people intelligence, like the relationships that you have with people that are in your life and that are surrounding you. So those six pillars I found were really, really pivotal and crucial. And before I break them down, I also found that it's the six things that we either complain about as human beings on a daily basis or that we get really, really excited about on a daily basis, right? So what are those six pillars? So number one is self-worth, and we can break these down a little bit more. That's just how you feel about yourself, right? Number two is your career. Do you have a thriving career? Are you excited about your career? Do you feel like you add value in your career? Number three is romance. Now, a lot of people say, why romance? Well, the reality is, is that your romantic relationships are very different than any other type of relationship that you have, right? Very, very different. There's a different energy. There's a different chemistry that comes from your body. Number four is health and fitness. That's mind, body, and soul. Number five is your people intelligence. That's the community. Do you have positive relationships? Do you have a lot of negative energy in your life? The people around you, is there a lot of drama or are your relationships for the most part very healthy and nurturing? And then number six is money, right? So do you have financial peace? Are you preparing for your future or do you constantly stress about money? Now, again, if you think about it, these are the six things that we as people struggle with, right? I don't have enough money. I want to lose weight. The people in my life suck. I don't feel happy in my career. You know, I don't have confidence in myself. The people around me aren't supportive, right? All of those are those six pillars. And so really understanding and building a roadmap to building the six pillars to success in a positive way. I love that you came with the question, right? Especially after your mom's passing and then really diving into the research and saying, well, where are people most fulfilled? What helps us? And I know from doing this with our clients and then doing it myself, I love to do it maybe every quarter, at least twice a year, because it's a circle, right? We have never arrived. Like I'm a 10 out of 10 in my six pillars. I'm done. That's not how it works, but it's a roadmap. How would you say once people look at the six pillars, they move and they grow or they use it? Like, what if we know my health is a three? Okay, well, so what? What do I do with that? Yeah, so let's backtrack a little bit for everybody. So let's rate yourself one through 10 on each pillar. Okay, we'll do this exercise together. And Lauren, you can do this as well. So self-worth, that's the first pillar. That's your self-confidence. The, the thoughts that you have about yourself, are they positive or are they negative? 
are you your number one cheerleader or are you your number one enemy? Okay. So give yourself a one through 10, 10 being amazing. I'm thriving. One being danger zone, everything else in between. Okay. So self-worth one through 10, where do you, where would you say you are? Okay. A seven, six, nine. Okay. Now let's go to the next pillar. Now keep track of these because then you're going to do a subtotal average later. The next pillar is your career. One through 10, 10 being amazing. Again, do you feel like you provide value? Are you excited about your work? Do you wake up in the morning and feel super fulfilled and feel like you are really thriving in the work that you're doing? One through 10. Okay. 10 amazing. One danger zone, everything else in between. Number three is romance. Do you have a positive and a beautiful romantic relationship with your spouse or your partner or the person that you're dating? Now, if you're single and you're living your best life and you love being single, give yourself a 10. Woohoo to you. <laughs> okay. But other than that, like if you're in a marriage, if you're dating somebody, is it positive? Is it healthy? Are there positive communication patterns and behaviors that are occurring? Or do you constantly work all the time and so you don't have time to date each other, be with each other and spend time with each other? So one through 10, where would you be? Then we have health and fitness. Now, health and fitness is right across self-worth. Those two pillars are super important, right? So you have self-worth, career, romance, and health right below, right across, okay? So that's your stress, being able to manage your stress and your physical body and the nutrition that you're putting in your body. The reality is, is that your health is your wealth. So a lot of people spend a lot of time in their career and they completely ignore their health and then they spend all their money on their health when they retire, right? So it's really understanding that your vessel and your mind are critical for you to make any kind of impact in the world, right? And we're actually doing the opposite when we ignore our mind, body, and soul, because then we're only giving maybe 20% of what we can in our career to our family, to our friends, to ourselves. Okay, one through 10. Then we go to the next people uh, pillar, which is people intelligence, one through 10. So do you have good people in your life? Do you have a thriving community? Do you have positive relationships? Or are you always sucked in drama? Now, this could be hard because this might be family members too. But how do you deal with these challenges when it comes to other people? And are you able to navigate positively communication with people that are in your community, tribe, and workspace? And then, of course, the last pillar is money, one through 10. So do you feel like you're constantly stressed about money? Or do you have financial peace? Are you able to provide the needs and more to you and your family? Are you able to see a future financially that's going to make sure that you're taken care of? So one through 10. Now what I want you to do is take all of those scores and I want you to add them up and divide it by 60. Okay, so let's say out of the six pillars, you got a 45 points, 45 divided by 60. I think that gives you around a 74% to 73%. So that means that that is your success score. Okay, they have currently about a 73%. Now, to go back to your question, now what do I do is just take one pillar. We don't need to take the whole elephant, just like one little piece at a time. Take one pillar. Let's say it's the lowest pillar you have. Let's just say health because that's the easiest, easiest example. Let's say you give yourself a form in health and fitness. What can you do in the next month to get to a 4.5? Just half a point. What can you do in the next three months? to get to maybe a 5.5, right? A point and a half in the next three months. And now writing down a very strategic plan to do that. Now strategic means that it's smart. That means that it's specific. That means that it's measurable. That means that there's accountability behind it. You can actually achieve it, right? That means that there's good timing around it. So 
What that means, for example, is being able to say, instead of, I want to lose weight, being able to say, in the next three months, I would like to lose six pounds. And I would like to be down to this percent body fat. And these are the steps I'm going to take to do it. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. I'm going to hire a fitness trainer to help me out. I'm going to sign up for a new yoga class. I'm going to, what exactly are you going to do? Because that's the measurable component. Because in three months from now, it's a simple question. Did you or did you not lose the six pounds? Right? And that's how you're able to measure it. So really being specific about the goal and then being very clear on how you're actually going to get there and then keeping yourself accountable towards that. Yeah, I love the specificity. I think that that's so important for myself personally. And then clients that we work with, if we know the specificity of it, then we can track the progress. Then we can see and measure, hey, we did it. We grew in in our health pillar or this is how we wanted to grow in our mindset or our self-worth. So much of the six pillars, I think, stems from that self-worth pillar and then circles. I remember once I was I was coaching a, a, a executive and I said, how's your self-worth? Like, how's your self-talk? She said, amazing. I mean, I talk to myself every day. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, how? Po- yes, most of us do. But how positive? She said, oh, terrible. I mean, terrible. Like, I'm a two. Okay. That's what we have to look at. Yeah. And, and it's also, I would say a mindset reframe because we are taught as a society in a culture we're we're a competitive culture, right? Especially in North America, like the, the, the bones of this country were built on innovation, right? A hundred years ago and competing and driving. And today that, that programming is very strong with a lot of people. I mean, Lauren, we just got off of a call with a company that their number one challenge is that they're investing in training and personal development for their company. And like 3% are showing up because they don't want to miss work. Right. And so instead of saying, yes, I want to grow myself and I want to be a better me, they're stuck in the work patterns, work, 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 work. But then the number one complaint is that they are not growing. So you see how it goes against. So there's a very much a mindset shift that needs to happen that We cannot live in a world where it's 85% work and 15% everything else. It hasn't been working for us. And that's why specifically in North America, like we're pretty low on the happiness scale, right? We know the statistic that almost 80% of the American workforce is dissatisfied and miserable and feeling unfulfilled at work. We know that there's a very high rate of unhappiness happening in our country. Well, this is why, because we're spending 85% of our energy just on work alone. But if I were to ask you, God forbid, if you passed away tomorrow, what are the things that are important to you? Most individuals are not going to say my job. (laughs) Most individuals are going to say my family, people thinking that I'm kind. Like You're going to mention things that are the other six pillars, right? Self-worth, romance, people, intelligence, taking care of your health. Right. And so it's really important that we start living that way and taking action towards that. Absolutely. Because it's been a mindset reshift for myself, too. I very much spent so much time thinking I just have to work more, work more, work more. But it never ends. That mindset never ends. And so really having to then have boundaries and not, you know, want to please people so much and reset it and put things in place where I have to hit that yoga class at six, which means my laptop has to close or different things like that, that I've learned so much from you and how you set those boundaries. Otherwise it just bleeds out. And really it's, it's no one's fault. It's just that society, that hustle culture. 
Yeah, 100%. And realizing that you can still be successful, that this is really, this is really important. And this is something that I had to shift as well. You can still be successful in your career and accomplished without overworking like crazy. Okay. There are times when that needs to happen. Like when I first started building the company, I went like full out, but that's not sustainable to do for years and years at a time, right? There's times when you're working on a big project that's due and yeah, maybe you do need to put a little bit more time and effort in, right? But in general, being able to understand that you can still be successful and have achievement and be seen in a company and build a thriving business without working 16, 18 hour days. Yeah. I think that mindset of, of knowing, okay, if I start to let things go or I don't work all the time, will it all disappear? Will it all go away? Scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why all the pillars, they go together. So I feel like I think it's also great that we point out that oftentimes we're taught that all you are is your job and we forget that you're a whole person. So even if you're listening and you're a leader or you're a CEO of a company, your employees also have a romance life. They have a health portion. They have money. They have, and all these things also affect them at work. hundred percent. The person is the professional. The professional is the person, you know, and, but uh, you know, this strategy, this technique, the six pillars is really important. I mean, I do this twice a year. So I do it now in July and then every New Year's Eve, I actually ring in New Year's Eve by myself. Like even if I'm with a, at a party or whatever, I'll leave like around 11, I'll go home, I'll have my big journal out, a little glass of wine and my pencil and I'll light a candle and I'll be like, okay, I'm going into the new year. Where am I at with my six pillars and what's going to be my major focus for the next year? And then I do it again halfway year, which is this time. Okay, where am I at? How close am I to some of these accomplishments? And it just, it keeps me somewhat balanced. I'm not going to say 100% balanced because that's not realistic, but it keeps me in check. Like, am I nurturing all of these pillars or am I stressed out and out of whack? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we already know, we always end the podcast talking about how they can find you. Well, they can find you on riseupforyou.com. So that's a given. We also want to let our listeners know that you can get a free coaching call with us because wouldn't you say that we can give you strategy, but we don't want to just be a content consumer. We want to be an activator of that content. And so if you'd like to talk more with myself, with Netta, with anyone on our team, you can go to riseupforyou.com slash coaching and grab a free coaching call there. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, research shows the greatest way to make transformation and to see growth is to have an accountability person that can provide you with strategy and coach you to that next level. I mean, I'm a business owner. I'm a former executive. I run the company. I have a coach. You're the vice president of Rise Up For You. You have a coach, right? And so it's no longer this taboo idea that only athletes have a coach. You know, high-functioning people that want to elevate in their life also have coaches that can support them moving forward. And it's the best way to create transformation, right? Because it's experiential and it's active learning, not just passive. Passive learning is I have a book and I'm just going to read. Active learning is like, no, you're in the trenches, you're working, you're building the muscle, you're, you're building the skill, and you can do that through a coach. So absolutely, I mean, it's totally free for everybody. You just head over to riseupfree.com forward slash coaching get signed up for a free session and bring your challenge because we're going to do work with you. It's not just, you know, we're not just going to talk la-di-da. 
bring your number one challenge that you actually want us to work through with you so that we can provide you some active strategy. Absolutely. I love it. Well, even though you built the company, you built the name of the company, we're still going to ask it, Netta, what today in, in your, with your life and the world and your business, what does Rise Up For You mean to you? I'm really big on providing service and value to other people. I think it's super important. My philosophy is that we're on this planet to elevate the human condition and you cannot elevate other people unless you can elevate yourself. And that's why the company is called Rise Up For You because essentially when you rise up for you and you take care of you and you fill your bucket, then you have the capacity to do that for everybody else. Absolutely. I love that. That rising tides does lift all boats. As I get better, I make more of an impact both at home, at work, everywhere. Well, thank you for being our special guest on our podcast, wrapping up this season of, of our shows. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe and check us out on all major podcast platforms. This video is on YouTube as well, and we hope you continue to go along this journey with us here. Absolutely. Well, wasn't that fantastic having that conversation today with Netta, our founder? Don't worry, our season, new season will be beginning very soon. We'll have a whole slew of guests from entrepreneurs to leaders delving into each of these topics on our six pillars. Again, my name is Lauren Sweeney. It's been my pleasure to be your host today. Until the next podcast, rise up for you.